Good day, my name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. Last week's podcast number 461, it was mental game related and we talked about avoiding tilt and anger by taking a little break from playing poker. Well, we're going to continue the mental game talk this week. There's a new guest post on smartpokerstudy.com by Jeff Connor. The title is The Agony of Letting Go, The Psychological Battle of Folding Top Pair or Set on a Soaked River. And I think this is a great article and it's perfect for a podcast. So this is what we're doing this week. Well, time's a-wasting. Let's hurry and get to Jeff's article, The Agony of Letting Go. Gambate! What is he saying? Hurry to meet death before your place is taken. The Agony of Letting Go, The Psychological Battle of Folding Top Pair or Set on a Soaked River. Making the right decision isn't always about playing the cards. It's about mastering the mind. One of the most excruciating situations a poker player can face is folding a hand like top pair or a set on a dauntingly wet board when your opponent bombs the river with a bet equal to or greater than the pot. It's akin to walking away from a mesmerizing temptation. And yet, in these moments, the true metal of a player is tested. The Lure of Top Pair and Sets When you find yourself holding a solid hand, like top pair or a set, the world of possibilities seems vast and promising. The board, however, can be a cruel storyteller, and a wet board, laden with draws and possibilities, can transform your stronghold into a precarious perch. The Psychological Battle As the river card flips, completing potential flushes or straights, your heart races, your opponent's substantial bet mirrors the intensity of your internal struggle. Here's why it's so hard to fold. Number one, attachment to strength. You started with a strong hand, and it's incredibly difficult to let go, especially when top pair or a set feels like gold. Number two, hope and optimism. Poker players are eternal optimists, hoping against hope that somehow, this time, the opponent is bluffing. The mind clings to that glimmer of hope like a drowning sailor clutching at a lifeline. Number three, fear of regret. The gnawing fear of being bluffed haunts every poker player. The dread of folding what could be the winning hand, only to find out later it was the best, it's a bitter pill to swallow. Number four, ego at stake. Folding at such a critical moment can bruise the ego. It feels like admitting defeat. Acknowledging that your opponent outplayed you, which stings the pride. The consequences of a call. Calling in this situation can lead to disaster. Your opponent might reveal a completed flush or straight, leaving you not only emotionally crushed, but financially battered. These instances can deal a significant blow to your bankroll and confidence. Yet, in these harrowing moments lies the essence of a true poker player the ability to overcome emotional attachment, the courage to let go of a hand that once felt unbeatable, that's the mark of a seasoned player. A disciplined fold here not only preserves your chips, but protects your mental state, ensuring you are fit for the next battle. In the realm of poker, the battle is not just about the cards, it's about mastering your mind. The next time you find yourself torn between holding on and letting go, remember, 
A disciplined fold is not a sign of weakness, but a testament to your strength. It's a declaration that you understand the ebb and flow of the game, the art of walking away from a beautiful disaster, ready to rise again and face the challenges of the next hand. The heart of a poker player beats not just in the cards they play, but in the folds they make, each one a testament to their skill, discipline, and unwavering resolve. Of course, knowing that folding on the river is a skill you need to cultivate, but it doesn't exactly help you in the moment when you need to make those folds. So how can we build a mental fortitude to navigate these treacherous waters? Let's take a look at 10 things you can start doing right now to build this skill and become the poker player you are meant to be. Thing number one to do, mindfulness meditation. Engage in mindfulness meditation to increase your awareness of the present moment. The more present you are, the better you can assess the situation without being clouded by emotions. The point of meditation is not to prevent your mind from drifting to unwanted thoughts, but rather to simply notice when this happens and bring your attention back to the object of focus in a kind and non-judgmental way. Your goal in meditation is to decrease the time it takes you to become aware of these drifting thoughts. Number two, emotional detachment. You want to separate emotion from the decision. Understand that emotions are natural, but separate them from your decisions. Acknowledge your feelings, but let your choices be guided by rationality and logic. Number three, visualize scenarios. You can visualize various river scenarios during your practice sessions. Imagine the tension, the stakes, and practice making the right decision. This mental rehearsal prepares you for real game situations. Number four, accept variance. You want to understand the nature of poker and embrace the variance of the game. Sometimes you'll make the correct decision, but still lose the hand. Accept these instances as part of the game. Detach your self-worth from individual outcomes. Number five, develop patience. Patience isn't just about waiting for the right hands. It's about waiting for the right moments to make moves and the discipline to fold when necessary. Cultivate patience in your gameplay and decisions. Number six, analytical review. You want to learn from your decisions, so regularly review your challenging hands. Analyze your decisions without self-judgment. Identify areas for improvement and celebrate your good folds, irrespective of the outcomes. Number seven, bankroll management. Understand the importance of your bankroll. Proper bankroll management not only safeguards your finances, but also gives you the psychological comfort to make difficult folds. And this is Sky breaking in real quick when it comes to bankroll management. For cash games, I recommend your bankroll is 40 buy-ins of the stake that you play. For tournaments, between 100 to 200 buy-ins for the tournament levels that you play. Now back to Jeff's article. Number eight, stay humble and continuously learn. Poker is a game of infinite depth. Stay humble and acknowledge that there's always something to learn. The more you learn, the more confident, patient, and disciplined you become. Number nine, seek guidance. Consider consulting a poker coach or mental game specialist. Their expertise can provide personalized strategies to enhance your mental discipline and decision-making skills. And number 10, practice, practice, practice. 
The more hands you play responsibly, the more you encounter challenging situations. With time and practice, making disciplined folds becomes second nature. Mastering the mental discipline required for river folds is a journey, not a destination. It's a continuous process of self-reflection, practice, and growth. Every fold, right or wrong, is an opportunity to learn and refine your skills. With patience, mindfulness, and a commitment to learning, you can develop the mental resilience needed to navigate the stormy rivers of poker with confidence and grace. Remember, the true measure of a player lies not in the cards they hold, but in the decisions they make, especially when the stakes are highest. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening today. And of course, thanks to Jeff Connor for writing such a lovely mental game post. Again, go to the show notes page to help you take notes on everything you just heard. Smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 462. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.